0: So before we get into combat, I'll just do a little bit of the role-playing, and then we'll go through the mechanics of what the um, what the combat is all about. All right. Okay. So you, uh, you are your character for the purposes of this exercise. And you wake up, and you find yourself in a fairly dark cave. There's some bioluminescent moss that's providing dim illumination. And it seems to be a small room, maybe 10 feet by 10 feet by 10 feet, so it's effectively a cube with some rounded edges, brown rock, uh rugged rock, rock ro- along the side. You're not sure how you got here, and you can't actually remember the last thing you're doing. You think you were having breakfast, uh, maybe you had some bad weedies or something, and uh, mm-hmm. passed out and woke up here. So it as you're looking around, there appear to be there appears to be only one exit from here, and it's a tunnel directly in front of you that is also lit by uh, bioluminescent moss. Okay. What would you like to do?
1: So, can I like observe the moss? Yeah. Like- closely
0: okay so you want to take a closer look at the moss and observe it for this game all of the abilities when you're doing something that potentially has any kind of chance of success or failure involved with it i'll have you roll one of your skill checks so strength agility intelligence vitality or luck um if it's simply a matter of i want to oh i want to look at the moss give me some more detail on it if there's more detail that i can tell you about it i will so in this case, you look at it, and it's uh, it's a fuzzy green moss. It's sort of in broad patches across the ceiling, and the wall's not on the floor. The floor is just dirt, um, and it glows a gentle green. However... If you wanted to do more than just look at it, if you wanted to, for example, try and peel it off the wall, if you wanted to try to find some way to communicate with it, if you wanted to uh, search and examine it to see if there was some sort of fancy pattern on the wall that had some sort of secret in it, then I might have you roll, for example, an intelligence check to see if you're smart enough, wise enough to determine anything special about it. Um, or if you wanted to try and pry it off the wall, I might have you roll a strength check, depending on how tough the moss is. So, uh, you've inspected the moss. What now?
1: Um, can I... Would I have to roll an intelligence check to see if it, if taking some of the moss would make it any easier for me to see the ground?
0: Ah, yes, you could do that. Roll an intelligence check. And so what you'll do, for the the purposes of this, um, this is a little more like d and D. I'll have you roll a d20. So yeah okay, I have one of have those. Somewhere. Good. Um, so what I'll have you do is... Actually, what's the best way to do this? Um, your intelligence is... Fifteen. Yes, okay. Which is fairly high. Yes. Um, wait, what? Did I put this under the wrong... I think I might have rearranged the numbers here somewhere, because what I sent to you... Oh, I have...
1: I'm, you have... Intelligence, fighters, 1, red mages, 10, white mages, 15, and black mages,
0: 20. Yeah, okay, weird. Somewhere along the lines, numbers got switched around. So the chart that I'm looking at says you have an intelligence of 5. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. That's significantly different.
0: Yes, um, not so good. All right, so, um, well, this is good because I didn't... I'm sorry, I need to work out really quickly how the, uh, the skills are going to work. I was going to do roll a d20 and add your modifier to it. And I was going to have a um, a DC, a difficulty class, a number that you need to hit in order to do it. Um, Mm -hmm. So you know what? I'll just do it that way. Roll a d20, add your intelligence modifier to it, and I will tell you if that's uh, sufficient to do whatever it is that you want to do. So is it going to be the 15? Yeah, so roll your d20 plus 15. That's what it's meant.
1: So I got a five at fifteen. That's twenty.
0: Okay, twenty. So you're trying to determine. Yes, you have determined that if you manage to scrape off some of this moss, it should probably stay bioluminescent at least for a little while, and will help you light your path.
1: Okay. So if I so I try to do that with that bead. Okay. It
0: it feels like it's fairly solid and it's stuck to the wall pretty well, but it's it's not completely immovable. So yeah, roll a strength check. Okay. So d20 plus your strength score. So eight plus. 5 so 13 okay it's 13 13's enough it's it's on there tight but not horrendously tight so yeah you managed to yank it off you now have this patch of moss that feels all gooey in your hands
1: okay so uh, i'll go down the tunnel whichever direction it is dennis go <laughs> dennis
0: and you're just holding it in your hands
1: i'm holding i'm holding it close to the ground a, a bit to see if i can see anything okay. that might not be lit
0: by the walls yes so you don't see anything Terribly interesting. However, as you proceed down the tunnel, uh, you notice that there's less and less moss, so it is getting to the point where it's pitch black, except for your glowing pile of moss in your hands. So you come upon an intersection, and you would have run smack face into it, uh, face planted into it, if you didn't have the uh, glowing moss. And uh, it looks like, well, you don't know which way is north or south or anything, but uh, you can go right or you can go left.
1: Okay. Yeah. And I can't make out anything different about either path aside from the direction? Or...
0: No, you can only see about maybe five feet in front of you.
1: So beyond that, they look identical?
0: Yeah, beyond that, it's pitch black. Okay.
1: Um, I'll
0: go left. Okay. So you start to go left, and off in the distance, you start to hear... It sounds like crying.
1: Okay. So... I'll continue, but slowly, and if the tunnel curves at all, you stick to the wall to sort of be behind it, just in case
0: it's a trap. Yep, all right, so you, you stick against the wall, and you come around a corner, it curves off to the left, and you notice that there's more and more of this bioluminescent moss in there, so you can finally see again. And there's an old man who's sitting huddled up on the ground against the wall, and he's weeping. Okay. He doesn't seem to notice your presence.
1: Okay. So I want to start talking to him, but in a way that doesn't startle him.
0: So go ahead. What do you say to him?
1: Um, I'll, I'll start making sounds, sort of quiet sounds with my feet as I okay. walk closer to him so that he hears me coming. And it's not just a voice. Okay. And then um, I'll say, excuse
0: me, sir, are you okay? Roll an agility check to see how coordinated you are doing this.
1: Okay, and that's still the d20? Yes. 13 plus 5, so 18.
0: Okay, so you roll an 18. Um, you you don't really startle him. He seems to notice without you tripping over your own feet. And He <laughs> looks up and he stops crying for a second. And he says,
2: you there, what are you doing in here? Where, where did you come
0: from? You have to help me find my way out.
1: Um... So I just came from the tunnel back here. There is a path that veers off to another direction further back, but I I'm just as lost as you are.
0: Oh, it's too dark that way. I can't possibly go out there.
1: I have some moss that some of this moss that's on the walls that can help see better.
0: Oh, I didn't realize you could take it off the walls. <laughs> well, are, are you What are you anyhow? I I don't recognize you. I've never seen anyone like you. I'm a white
1: mage from place, um... Melmond. <laughs>
0: Melmond. Oh, yes, yes. I've never heard of that before. Or, well, white magic, that's, that sounds like... Can you bleach my laundry? <laughs> it It's generally good. It's
1: good healing stuff. Um, it usually is helpful.
0: Oh, that's what you call it. I don't suppose you know any magic, do you? I don't think I've gone to the magic store recently. Oh, you haven't. Well, I found this, and he holds up a small book. He says, I I can't decipher it. I don't know what it says, but maybe it'll help you. It feels magical. And so he hands a book out to you.
1: Okay, so I'll take it and look into it and see if I can
0: discern. All right, you take a book, and you read it, and it's written in magical runes, and you can understand them. And it is a single... There's only a single page in the book, and it says this book grants the reader one, and in parentheses, one, in like rune parentheses, one, (laughs) Uh, magic spell of choice. Say the name of the spell, and it shall enter your mind immediately. There are four of them listed, cure, harm, fog, and ruse.
1: Well, cure sounds like what I'm supposed to do because I'm the white mage, so I think I'll go with that.
0: And then you see fine print that says, all of these are white magic spells, by the way. You should use all of them. Oh, okay. But I can't use all of them. It says, but you should, but, think- but you can't. <laughs> so it's it's Cure... Harm, Fog,
1: Ruse. Cure, Harm, Fog, Ruse. Well, it's dark enough that I don't think Fog would be that helpful.
0: Um, And then you notice some smaller text that you can just barely read that says, Ah, but wait, all of these abilities are useful. Cure can help you recover hit points if you've been damaged. Harm helps you damage undead creatures. Fog helps defend you against attacks. And Ruse helps make you easier to dodge attacks.
1: This is a very helpful
0: book. Yes, I am.
1: (laughs) Um, Can I ask the old man if he's feeling like he needs curing at all?
0: Oh, nothing that your magic can cure. <laughs> okay, um, <and laughs> let's,
1: let's have let's have a little fun with ruse. Then it sounds like it would be
0: fun. All right. So you speak the word ruse, presumably, and then so all of a sudden your mind expands, and you feel all of this knowledge that you never had before, just all of a sudden. And I will paste this into Skype, boom. Okay. So that is your magic spell. You have as many magic points as are stated. Uh, on your character sheet at the moment. So you can use that as many times. I think it's, excuse me, three.
1: I don't think, the, does the character sheet say? It
0: magic- should say, it's un, uh, I think it should be under MP up at the top. Oh, no, I didn't, oh, I didn't spec- I didn't tell you how many magic points you have.
1: Okay, I assume that like, we didn't start with any and you got them like
0: as. No, you do. I, I forgot to list that there. Ooh, well, that's something to address then. Yeah, I'll get to that. Uh, you should have uh, three magic points to start. So you have three okay. three use of roos. Three use of force. So, um, what this means okay. is, Ruse. It's uh, normally it's hundred gold to learn it from a spellcaster mm-hmm. who charges you for it. WM is White Mage, so that means only White Mage can use it. Uh, well, okay. White Wizard as well, but that's not going to be relevant here. Um, and then grants Evade plus eighty to one ally, yourself included, uh, for one battle. So, okay. um, your Evade is the chance of you possibly dodging an enemy attack. Okay, and that's plus eighty
1: percent points.
0: Uh yeah. So I mean it's it's plus eighty so it's plus eighty percent. So, you know, if your evade is normally five, it'll be eighty five is your evade, which means okay. you're almost guaranteed to dodge. Right,
1: because all of our evades are in the fifties.
0: So that's like guaranteed dodge at that point. Okay. Unless and that's not gonna be relevant in this game, but unless something is like drastically reduced your evasion. Okay. Alright. So yes, so you'll be good at dodging stuff. So anyhow, he says, well, was that helpful?
1: It seems so. We'll have to see. Uh. I guess, but we should probably start trying to make our way out. Is there any other way out of this besides the way I came? Out I,
0: I don't know. I've only been here a few minutes, but it's terrifying out there. It's dark. Got, I've got the
1: moss, so we'll have to make do, but just standing here isn't going to solve our problem, so I'm going to look around the room see if there's another way out of here besides the way I came
0: in. I'll, I'll follow you. You take okay. point. I take point. Okay, so the old man starts following you around. He's pretty spry for an old guy. He's kind of fast.
1: Okay. So checking the walls to see if there's any exit besides the one I came in.
0: Okay, so for that you can roll an intelligence check. Okay. So
1: nine plus fifteen
0: is twenty-one. <laughs> Uh, So you you don't determine any other special anything about it. It's just follow the path back the other direction. Okay. Okay. So So
1: go back to the intersection and go the other way, unless something happens while I'm walking.
0: Okay. So you follow the path back in the other direction, and suddenly you hear some scurrying. Sounds like scurrying of many feet. Mm, That sounds pleasant. Um, it's, It's coming from ahead of you in the tunnel.
1: Okay. Well, I definitely keep the moss close to the ground, because scurrying things are probably low. So keep an eye out for whatever might be ahead.
0: Okay. And then you start hearing screeching, like a screeching bird of some sort, and then <coughs> up ahead.
1: Okay. So there's scurrying and screeching. Cool. And then you
0: start <laughs> to hear the flutter of wings up ahead as well as you continue down the hallway.
1: Okay. I'm going to pull the moss back up a little bit in case there's stuff in the air, too. <laughs> Is there, wait, is there moss on the ceiling?
0: Uh, at okay. this point, no. It's still pitch black down this tunnel. Okay.
1: So I'm just going to kind of wave it around to try to get an idea of what everything looks like as we're walking through.
0: And then you hear a blood-curdling scream. Oh, yay. <laughs> and then it um, says, for more sound effects of terror and horror, please flip the tape over to side two.
1: <laughs> it's flipped. <laughs> All right. So... Knock some dice off
0: the table. There appears to be not much of anything up ahead. Uh, You curve another corner, and then you see off in the distance, not too far, uh, a little bit of light streaming, in. it appears that there's a staircase leading up out of the cave.
1: Okay. So I guess we'll go that way, because that looks helpful.
0: Okay. So you start heading out, and the old man says, Oh, sunlight! I miss sunlight! And so you start to walk out, and you march up the stairs. And then at the top of the stairs you seem to not actually be anywhere near a cave anymore you're standing on you're standing outside now and you're out in the dirt uh, near a patch of grass and it looks like somebody just built a staircase into the middle of the ground uh, that went underground and you look around and you're standing in the middle of a carnival very large big top tents all around all sorts of lights there's a big chain link fence, very tall, very barbed wiry at the top all around the entire circus here. And uh, there doesn't seem to be anybody around. So of particular interest, there's this humongous big top tent at the center of the compound, and there's a series of smaller blue tents around, all very small, and there's a big wooden shack toward the fence.
1: Okay. So there's... what's wood's sort of near me, like right where we are.
0: Uh, you are closer, you're between the wooden shack and one of the smaller blue tents.
1: I think we'll go up to one of the smaller blue tents and sort of peek in and see if there's anything in there.
0: Okay. But not Like, secretly. <laughs> Alright, so to do it secretly, you should roll an agility check to be stumbling. Okay. strip. Yeah. Three plus five is eight. Uh, you tumble in like a (laughs) drunken ox, and. Fortunately, there's nobody home. This appears to be the uh, dressing room of one of the circus performers. There's all sorts of chests and wardrobes that all seem to be locked and everything's down. There's a mirror. There's uh, some makeup and uh, a variety of things. And there's a very nice-looking large white cloth. Um, Looks like some sort of a, a tunic of sorts that's draped over the chair that uh, you're not sure, but you feel like it has a faint glow. It's calling to you. I'll go over and examine it more closely. Okay, so you pick it up and it is is basically a huge poncho. Um, It's white, and it's got this zigzaggy Charlie Brown-style red uh, stripe along the bottom. And it, uh, it's it got a hood, so it it actually looks to be about what your white mage costume normally would be. Uh, you look down and notice that you've been running around in your boxer shorts the whole time, so you're not <laughs> actually dressed right now.
1: So I think I'll put that on, and that'll be a good excuse. I woke up in my boxer shorts, and um, it was cold.
0: <laughs> the old man says, I was meaning to ask you about that, actually. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, you and I will uh, copy-paste this into Skype. You now have a cloth. It's Ooh. worth 10 gold when you buy it. It um, can be equipped by fighter, red mage, white mage, black mage, um, in the party anyhow. And then it gives you plus one to your absorb and plus two to your evade.
1: Okay, and let's absorb again. Is that on here? There it is. Much oh, damage. Okay, cool. So it's one damage and it gives me... So when it says plus two evade, is that to the percent? yes. So if I have,
0: what is it, if I have 53 evade, then now I have 55. It's now 55. 55, okay. yes. So um, make sure that that's not a permanent change, because you've still got your base stats. Right. So if you happen to find different armor, you'll just swap out whatever the bonus is for the cloth.
1: Right, I've got I've got it down here. And for now, I'll just
0: remember it. Okay. So you, you're now wearing a cloth, and he says, yes, you're much better to look at now. Anything else? Thank you, While you're- question mark. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I don't want to steal anything. It's not mine. Get anyone mad at me.
0: So. Aside from the cloth you just stole. <laughs> I have an excuse for that one. You're a horrible thief.
1: <laughs> I'll give it back if they really need it. <laughs> but it's cold. All right, I'll go back out and let's check out the woman hut because it looks interesting.
0: The, okay so you walk outside and start to head toward there and you notice um, as the you notice outside the sky it looks to be uh, dusk it's it's getting fairly dark out now all of a sudden it was bright enough to shine sunlight downstairs but it, it got dark real quick uh, so you head over to the shack and it's on uh, it's it's locked
1: how how strong is the door? Or should I? Probably not first before trying to force
0: <laughs> Alright, so you you rap on the door and you hear a voice in there saying, hello,
2: who is it? It's
1: like, um, a traveler and, well, two travelers uh, who were lost and were hoping you could give us some guidance as to where we are.
2: You're standing out front in my shack. Congratulations, you found it. <laughs>
1: it was we are hoping for a broader sense
2: of where we were. <laughs> You're far away from the big top in the center of the compound.
1: Can we come in? It's getting dark, and you know we're not well-equipped to deal with anything that might come out at night.
2: You can come in, but you might not come out.
1: Oh. Well, when you put it like that, it sounds hard to resist.
2: Well, I mean, you might come back out, and, and if you do, you'll be better for it, but you might not come back out.
1: I think we're gonna. Why don't we? Why don't we come in and see what this person's talking about?
0: Okay. So you agree to come in? Yes. So you hear a click. The door is unlocked, and the door swings open to find a big, empty floor in the middle. Um, the the shack is bigger on the inside for some reason. Um, there's mm. like 30 by 30 foot uh, wooden floor, and then up against the walls are jammed all sorts of um, clothes and all sorts of, uh, weaponry. You see armor, you see a stove, you see, uh, an outhouse indoors, just in the back corner. Um, you find a bed, you find all sorts, of, it's basically a complete home, um, and then some. It, it's like a, a smithy as well. A complete home and smithy, all in this tiny little shack that is ridiculously large inside for some reason. Mm,
1: impressive.
0: But you don't see anyone.
1: Oh. Okay. um, so, is uh, is was the old man talking? about? What's the old man's name? You haven't asked me my name. Yeah. What's what's your name, good sir? Philbus. Philbus. Well, Philbus. Um, how are you feeling about all this?
2: i well. <laughs> I I I just woke
0: up in a hole, <laughs> and then I followed a half naked man outside into a carnival. So how am I supposed to feel?
1: Okay, Phyllis. Well, um, I'm going to go in a little bit and explore further. Try to make sure you keep this – come in a little bit, but try to keep the door open in case any shenanigans start happening and we need to make a quick escape. Very well.
0: So he stands there for you, and you walk inside. And as you walk inside, you get three steps inside the door, and then you hear a hi (laughs) ah, And then, like a flash of lightning, you're in a battle with – This tiny, tiny, tiny dwarf woman. She's all of two feet tall, and she has a dagger, and Mm -hmm. she has this fire in her eyes, and she says, yes, fresh meat! Okay, cool. So so we are in combat. Here's how we're going to do this. Uh, We are going to roll for initiative, uh, which is in the rules that I sent you. So for for this, uh, everyone rolls a d20. And this is simply whoever rolls the highest on the die gets to go first. If you roll a twenty, you and your entire team get to go first. Okay. So I rolled a fourteen. Okay. I rolled a seven. What about the the old man's not involved. Okay. It's holding the door open like a champ. Yeah. Okay. So this is. I forgot
1: his name. What was his name? Philbus. Philbus. Philbus.
0: Okay. Um. I need. I need. Oh, that doesn't have a tip on it. There we go. All right. So uh, you have the first move.
1: Okay. So I'll roll my attack. Oh, wait. Do I have a weapon? That might be important.
0: Um. You do not have a weapon.
1: But do I still? I still get my like regular attack.
0: Yeah. Stuff? Whatever your stats are, um, you can still attempt to attack, but you probably won't get very far.
1: Right. But there are weapons all over
0: the. There. There are weapons all over. Yep. Okay.
1: So here's my. I'm going to, so, since I'm not quite sure about how this would all work, I'm just going to illustrate my game plan.
0: Well, yeah, here. you tell me what you want to do, and I'll tell you what you need to roll or whether you're successful or not.
1: Okay. So I wanted to first look at the weapons and see which one might be the best to use because I don't want to, you know, grab a big battle axe and then realize I can't swing it.
0: Okay, so you do a, uh, a quick search over. It looks like there's a good variety of weapons. The only ones that you would be able to use, uh, you see a pile of hammers close by. Okay. In fact, it's a barrel of hammers.
1: Now, where is the dwarf lady in relation to those hammers?
0: Okay, so you, you, you're three steps inside the door. This door is still wide open. Actually, the door slammed shut behind you. Um, the woman oh. was hiding behind the door, so she's just slightly behind you and to the right. Um, the barrels are ten feet away to your left.
1: Okay, so she's not in the way?
0: No, she is not in the way. She's uh, almost opposite side of you from the barrel of hammers. Okay.
1: So, if I were to like back up to get the hammer, how dangerous would that
0: be? Um, if this were any other game, I would say, you know, you might provoke an attack of opportunity, or you might need to worry about movement, speed, and battle, that kind of thing. Um, because this is super simplified and Final Fantasy focused, I'll just let you say you use your turn to go do whatever thing it is that you're going to do. So there's no risk of getting attacked for it, there's no nothing. So you just, instead of doing anything else this turn, you run and grab a weapon.
1: Okay, so I'll I'll go grab one of those
0: hammers. Alright, so you run and you grab a hammer. Bing! You now have a wooden hammer. So... Which is going to appear in my Skype in a second, isn't it? Oh yeah. Bing! So, normally worth 50 gold to buy. Fighter and the... uh, oh. Wooden um, <laughs> armor. <laughs> you reach into the barrel of hammers and you pull out some wooden armor and start to wave it around. Then you throw it aside and say, This isn't a weapon. And then you actually find a. Uh, even better than a wooden hammer, it is an iron hammer. Bing! <laughs> Which is normally worth 10 gold, can be equipped by the fighter or white mage. Um, damage plus 5, hit plus 9, hit percent plus 9.
1: Okay. Alright, so see is damn okay damn my damage is too so now it's seven It percent is now 14
0: okay so you have you picked it up and in the process of picking up you've equipped yourself with it so bing all right you're good now she takes a look at you and says oh we're going to test your metal against me against my metal and so she stabs her knife at you um and it's it's a very sloppy swing. She seems so excited that she's got somebody to spar with. You can't tell if she's trying to kill you or just trying to spar with you. But whatever the case is, uh, she takes a swing at you. But she's so excited that she's not very focused on actually hitting you. Um, so it is a sloppy enough hit that you may be able to dodge it. So go ahead and roll an evade check.
1: And that is that is a d100.
0: Okay. So okay. So that's. 10,
1: 16, oh that's
0: not, that's not very good. Oh, actually, actually, so 16 is what you rolled on your D100. Oh, but do I get, I add that too? No, oh, no, no, that's, 50. that's not adding, what this is, this is determining percentage. Um, so I might even draw up a bar graph uh, to help people visualize this. So this, unlike other things, you want to have a lower number, lower number is better. So okay. if you think of a, a full 100% meter, um, your evade is what, 55% right now? So picture that bar graph filling up to 55%. So you've got the 55% that's in the green, and then the other part from 56% to 100% that's in the red. So you just rolled, you said, a 16? Mm -hmm. So your 16, see, visualize how the uh, 16% would fill up on the bar. That's still within the green. That's still within your evade percentage. So uh, your 16 is low enough. It's lower than the 55, um, which means you successfully dodge. That makes sense. So uh, bingo bongo, you... Swiftly dodge out of the way. No damage done. She frowns at you. Now it's your turn. So
1: at any point where the attack is
0: able to be evaded, that's just what would happen? Yeah, that's what would happen. So you would roll your evade. So normally, um, if she would have... She rolled an 82. um, Her hit percent is much, much lower than 82. Um, So because the the initial advantage goes to the attacker. Um, The initial attack is you're probably going to hit no matter what. If you roll within your hit percent, it's a guaranteed hit. If you don't roll within your hit percent, then it opens the floor to the defender to do an evade check.
1: Okay. So my hit percent is five. So if I roll, or I guess we're, we're about to see that. So.
0: Yeah. So go ahead and roll. And so you'll need to do oh, one, two, I mean, three, four, 5 on your hundred percent roll to be able to successfully. Oh no, I'm sorry. Um, you're you're trying to hit now. Right. Yeah. Okay. So roll your roll your hit. So my d d100. D yep.
1: So that's ninety nine. Okay, so, so that's either really good or really that's bad. That's
0: really bad. That's way the heck higher than you want it to be. You want as low a number as possible when rolling percentages okay. here, because um, you only have a very very tiny uh, hit percent.
1: So okay. oh, um, wait, but my, I mean, it's not going to matter. But my hit percent went up nine, so it's a, it's
0: eleven. Yeah, so that's but. that's better. It's it still doesn't matter here. So yeah. um, what, what that means is that you've attacked, but it's a sloppy attack. It's not focused. It's not a guaranteed hit. So okay. it's, it, you swing wide enough that she might be able to dodge out of the way. So let me roll an evade check. Okay. And, aha, so she actually does successfully evade because she rolled a five, which is well within her, her tolerance limit. Okay. So uh, Now she attacks. Yep. Swapping blows, nothing happens. Uh, yes, so now it's her turn to attack. And she lets out a blood-curdling scream as she again is just so excited in a frenzy that she's like not even coming close to hitting you. Um, so she she might whiff. Roll an evade check.
1: Okay, so that so the anytime you say evade or hit, you roll the, the
0: hundred. Right. Okay. Um, sixty-nine. So that is not within your fifty-five range. No. Nope. So you don't actually evade. She manages to hit you before you can get out of the way. So, mm-hmm. she does it to you. Oh, good gravy. What is your starting HP? 28. Yes, okay. Um, she does a mighty 6 damage to you. Okay, so now I have 22. Alright, you're up. The old man calls to mm-hmm. you from outside. He says, how are you doing?
1: Not too bad yet, but <laughs> not too good either. Alright, so let's, let's try to hit one more time and see what happens. So I need to get, for it to be a completely successful hit, I would need to roll an 11 or lower. Correct.
0: Well, guaranteed hit would need to be. Yeah,
1: com- yeah, guaranteed. So, oh, I rolled a 4.
0: Okay. Oh, now, side note. Um, what is your base hit percent score? 5. Okay. So you rolled a 4. 5 is your base. Mm-hmm. Um, if you roll equal to or lower than your base hit, that, excuse me, is a critical hit okay so without taking all the weapon bonuses into account um, so in that case just add your luck score to your total damage
1: okay so so the damage is my base two plus the five from the iron hammer so I would go up to seven then I add my luck so that's 12
0: 12 boom. Oh, and actually, I need to, I'm sorry, I need to adjust the weapons then to give you a, a range of damage. It shouldn't just be a solid 5, it should be like roll a d4, roll a d6, something like that. Um, so yes, I will i will need to address that. Um,
1: it says D- dmg plus
0: 5. Yes, no, that is correct. That's the way I, I sent it to you. I, I meant oh. to change that before I went it out for playtesting, so that's something to remember to do. Um, okay. But yes, that's fine. So what's your total damage? So, twelve. Twelve. Okay. So, you smack the woman over the head, the poor little dwarf woman, and that seems to be too much of a hit for her. She just falls, keels over. Okay. So, you have won this battle. Um, You you feel the sort of urge to throw your hands up in the air in celebration, Um, and then you lower your hammer. It looks like she's not dead, and she's Almost unconscious, but she's just sort of swooning, and she looks up and she says,
2: That was wonderful. I haven't had any kind of excitement. Nobody to fight with in so long. Thank you for beating up on me.
0: Okay. (laughs) She says,
2: As a reward, you can keep the hammer, and there's a couple of potions in the chest over there. If you can bring one over to me, you can keep the rest.
0: Okay. Okay. I, I, I comply. Okay, so you go over, and you open up the chest. There are three heal potions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: They're uh, sort of a, a white, cloudy liquid, and they say heal, uh, written on the side, like a sticker on the side of the glass vial. Or it, it's um, like a rounded bottom, kind of a flask. Um, so you take two, you give her one, she drinks it up, and she stands back up, and she says...
2: Ah, well, uh, go on ahead now. Uh, I'm sure you probably want to get out of this carnival.
1: Yes. Is there anything you can tell us, though? Because um, we're very lost and we really have no idea.
2: I can tell you that my voice sounds very, very funny for a female dwarf. <sighs>
1: Your words, not mine.
2: <laughs> I can also tell you that the uh, giant tent in the center is probably where you want to go, because if there's anybody who can let you out of here, it's Bonzo the Clown. He kind of runs the show, ever since the ringleader ran away.
1: Oh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll go see him. Is there uh, anything else we can do here, or should we just be on our way?
2: No, I think you should just be on your way.
1: Okay, then
0: I'll head out. All right, so you head out, and the old man says, Oh, you're not dead. Although you, not yet, anyways. Although you do look like you've sustained a little bit of pain.
1: Yeah, it was a bit of a scuffle, but it looks like we're better for it, and I show him what I have. Oh, Our very spoilers. good, very good.
0: Um, Let me make a note to myself about something things to add and uh, streamline. <laughs> I'm so glad we're doing this because there's a couple of little things that I keep forgetting about. Uh, yes, so you are outside. And uh, he says, I overheard the whole thing. So we're going to the tent in the middle, are we?
1: Yes, I believe we should do that. It'll be the best way to get answers.
0: Very good. So you proceed, presumably, to march over to the tent. And inside the tent... There are the – there's a couple of entrances here. There are the the big box seats, you know, the stands that go back for the crowds, the audience. Uh, And there's uh, three rings in the center, and there's some big pillars supporting the tent. And you see standing in the middle is a sad, lonely clown.
1: So am I still at sort of the entrance?
0: Yes, you're sort of at the entrance. He's he's a good long way. He's like a hundred okay. feet into the tent.
1: If I if I called out hello from there, would he hear me?
0: Um, possibly, but we're talking Final Fantasy, so you'd need to get like right up next to him to talk to him properly. Oh, okay. So I guess we'll just we'll head over there. Okay. So you start to walk across, and now you do start to hear scuffling of something. Oh, again. And this time you don't hear turn tape over to side two. Mm. So you start to walk across and uh, and you get up close. And this clown, this is a, a very gaunt clown, very malnourished clown. Seems extra sad. He's not crying, he's just sad, staring listlessly at his big comical red shoes. So, are we close enough to talk to him? Yes, you're close enough now. to talk to him. You're close enough to smell him, too. He smells like peanuts mm. and elephants. Mm, there, I guess there are worse smells out there.
1: Um, so I'd say, hello, um, my friend here and I are sort of lost. We ended up here in what I've been told is your carnival from a cave below the uh,
0: area. I was
1: wondering if you could give us some sort of directions or tell us exactly
0: where we are. He looks up. His left eye is bugging out. His right eye's twitching a little bit, and he says, you want direction? The direction is that I'm going to put you back underground where you belong. Get him, boys! (laughs) Battle begins. Roll for initiative. As Bonzo the Clown looks at you with his menacing, evil smile. And, as you start to see, digging out of the ground from the other two rings, there are two skeletal clowns that are coming at you as well. They okay. still have the uh, big red nose on, and they have some uh, blush on the cheeks, well, the cheekbones, really. Um, and they have clown hats and funny clown shoes, shoes and are otherwise terrifyingly creepy.
1: Okay, I rolled an 8, which isn't very good. Is that is 8 generally low?
0: Um, well, or if, if or one of it... the guys rolls a 5... <laughs> 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 um, so we have... The old man says, "I'll help you." All right. So, uh, you, what's your number?
1: Uh, my number is eight. Eight.
0: Okay. So, first up is, ha, huh, the old man actually gets to go first. Well, you did say it was rather quick. He is. He's he's surprisingly uh, good at his job, you know. And then, uh, then that's you. By the way, what is your name? Um, I'm Wizard Joe. I'm so creative. Uh, No, it's got to be four characters. Oh, it's got to be four characters? Yep. Um, Four letters. So think about that one. Be ready. Okay. All right. Um, So should I think about it for now or just say it when we get Say it when we get into the quest. Think about it for now. Um, Okay. So the old man gets to go first, and he rips off his old man vest and his old man pants and they just seem to be one continuous unit and you see this gleaming breastplate underneath and he's got these gold gauntlets and he's got these big, thick boots with lightning bolts on them, and he's got this gigantic sword that he pulls out of some sheath that he was hiding from somewhere. And you're like, where has this man been hiding this? Uh, So he says, yeah, ready for battle! And then he rushes forward and then forgets what he's doing, because he rushes off in the wrong direction, so he turns around and kind of looks back and says, oh! The battle's over here! Sorry! So he's wasted his turn. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry, the skeleton, uh, the skeletal clown... Comes over to maim you next. So, Skeletal Clown actually runs toward the old man and attempts to hit him. Uh, and that is going to give him the opportunity to dodge. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the old man successfully dodges. He just leans back, like does a matrix dodge, leaning backward as the Skeletal Clown takes off his left arm and swings the bony skeleton arm at him as a weapon. Um, and so it's your turn, Mr. White-O-Major. Okay,
1: boy. so what's uh, what's the thing that looks... So is Bon's, Bonzo, is that his Bonzo the name? Clown. Bonzo the Clown, is he, like, right directly in front of me?
0: Yes, he is right directly in front of you. And then you've got Skeleton off to either side. The one on the left is engaged with the old man. And is that- well, I mean, they're not, like, engaged-engaged. You know.
1: <laughs> so they're, they're like... So the old man ran off to the left, right? I mean, le- correct. The left. <laughs> okay, so... Um, I have a feeling, all right, I'm going to go after the uh, other skeletal cloud that isn't engaged with the old man.
0: Now, time out for a second. Uh, DM to player, GM, I guess in this case, because I'm Game Master, not technically Dungeon Master, because mm-hmm. it isn't Dungeon the Dragon. So GM, Game Master to player. Uh, your role in the party, you are a support role. Right. Now, even though um, there's only one of you, and the old man may or may not be helpful... Um, Your primary role is to ensure that other people stay alive as long as possible. Okay. So what else do you have that may help ensure that? Oh, yeah, I have
1: my my spells for my spell. Mm -hmm. So why don't I, I'll do, so if I cast this spell, will that be the only thing I do this turn?
0: Yes, that'll be the only thing you do this turn. So you can cast it on yourself, or you can cast it on the old man. I'll probably,
1: I'll cast it on the old man, because it seems like the right thing to do.
0: Okay, so you cast it, you don't need to, there's no uh, close range, you don't need to touch or anything like that, mm-hmm. you just cast it, and this big glow of light appears in front of your hands, and you can see a sort of shimmery glow surround him, and it turns into sort of a um, an illusion, almost like... Uh, These illusory mirrors just got set up over him. And it sort of looks like you're seeing multiple old men just sort of shifting around through each other. It's very difficult to tell where he's actually standing right now. So that is your turn. Um, And then the other skeleton runs in to assist Bonzo, who's a little slow on the draw right now. He's too busy calling in his minions to really focus on the battle at the moment. And so the skeleton rushes in and tries to attack you. And uh, you have a chance to evade, because uh, swinging around, he rips off his uh, right leg and starts swinging it at you. So his skeletal leg with the ridiculous clown shoe on the end. Uh, which is not a terribly effective weapon. Might be painful <laughs> if it hits.
1: Alright, so... roll d10, And this is an evade, so it's 33, which is within my range of evade.
0: Oh, wrecked. Okay, so you successfully dodge. The uh, the swinging leg. All right, and now it's to uh, it's Bonzo's turn. Bonzo, Bonzo no liking you. So he uh, attempts to swing at you to attack as well, and uh, that's not winning any uh, marksmanship contest. So roll and evade.
1: Okay, um, 46 still within my range.
0: Okay, you successfully dodge. So he tries to bite you. With his mm, malicious clown fangs, uh, it's back to the old man. The old man swings at the skeleton, uh, gives the skeleton a chance to dodge, and the skeleton amazingly does dodge the old man. It, it's it's a wonderful lunge, but he lunges straight through the skeleton's empty rib cage and doesn't actually stab anything. Mm. So uh, they're locked in combat. The skeleton retaliates and. Also, not a very good uh, hit. The man successfully dodges because he's so, uh, right now that nothing can possibly hit him. Um, unless it makes like a really good attack. And then the, uh, white mage, it's your turn. Okay. So. So you've got the skeleton on your right and you've got Bonzo the sinister clown in front of you.
1: Okay. Um, the, the ruse lasts the whole battle, right? No matter how long it
0: takes. No matter how long it takes, lasts the whole battle.
1: Okay. Um,. Let's see. Why don't... Let's just go for a hit. Let's just go for a hit on the other
0: skeleton now. You're going to hit on the skeleton? I question your taste. To...
1: <laughs> All right. I don't have a response. To that. <laughs> um, okay, so we'll roll. And, oh, two.
0: Two. All right, so two is within your uh, base hit. range, correct? Yeah, so, so it's a critical crit- hit. Add your luck to it.
1: So that would be so damage. So the seven plus the five, so it's 12.
0: Okay, 12 damage. That's a mighty hit. Bonzo cannot take another one of those. You can just see well, it from, I, hit, I, hit the, I hit the skeleton. The Bonzo just staggers backwards because he's so surprised that you got in such a good hit on the skeleton. Uh, and that's enough to kill it. You may describe the skeleton's re death. <laughs> uh,
1: each bone falls apart individually from his body and makes an individual clanking sound as it hits the ground. <laughs>
0: Very nice. All right. Bam. Uh, Now it's Bonzo's turn. Bonzo is not happy about his skeletal friend uh, falling apart. So he steps back, and he casts fire magic on you. Mm. And because I've been trying to look this up to have things be as authentic as possible to Final Fantasy, magic defense, there's sort of some question marks about how it actually works. So to simplify it, uh, I am simply going to say that your magic defense... Is your intelligence okay? Um, That's fairly high. So that uh, your intelligence is going to act as your absorb for magic, so it's damage reduction. Okay. So I'm going to tell you a number, and then you subtract out whatever your intelligence is, and then you take whatever damage is left over to a minimum of one. So no matter what, you're going to take one damage.
1: So the absorb from the cloth does that not do anything
0: for this? Correct, because this is magic, not a physical attack. Okay. It sort of transcends cloth. Uh, it's so a magic. Alright, so magic is an automatic hit, um, but it's it's the amount of damage. Uh, So he deals. uh, He deals. Sorry, 15 damage to you.
1: Okay, and my intelligence is 15, so that would
0: be one. So you absorb 15 of it, except for the one that you know you have to take. So you take one damage from his fire magic. He oh, frowns no. at you. He becomes a sad, frowny clown. Again. No, no, no. He was a sad clown before. Now he's a sad, frowny clown. You better oh, watch out. Gosh. So, so different. Yes. The old man uh, tries to wail on the skeleton. Uh, skeleton tries to dodge out of the way. Skeleton, uh... Yeah, Skeleton does not dodge out of the way. Um, and he takes a... Oh! Takes a face full of sword. And explodes into shattery bits. The old man says, yes! Whoa. White mage, your turn.
1: Okay, so if I like try to back up towards the old man, will it be easier for him to come in and attack?
0: Um, oh. Because... It, normally it would, like in any other RPG, but because this is super super simplified, um, we'll just assume that they can cross unless they've like run out of the vicinity of, like if he ran out of the tent, uh, we'll just assume that he's close enough to be able to join any combat with anybody. So
1: like, I, so if I attack Bonzo, old man can come in and.
0: Yeah, he could swoop in on his next turn and, and assist you.
1: Okay. So why don't I just go for Bonzo then?
0: Okay, you're not going to ruse yourself. Hmm. hmm. I feel like
1: with the with the the magic, I feel like it, I apparently twelve was quite a lot for him. So,
0: ah, <laughs> uh, yes, using the DM slip to your advantage. Good for you. <laughs> so I think
1: it seems like I can handle it.
0: I think you're right. And so I can and I can
1: always ruse because ruse is basically like almost. Invincibility, temporary invincibility.
0: Yeah, as long as he doesn't land a solid hit, it's guaranteed uh, evasion.
1: So I can always duck into that if things go south. Yep. So I'll roll to hit. And it is. Oh, no, sorry. Oh, wait, yep,
0: 55. So that's. That's (laughs) that's secure. So he can try to dodge. Oh, and he dodges. Mm. Does a little clown step to the left. And the old man comes rushing in, and uh, Bonzo, in the, in the same motion as he's dodging, he does a clown step to the left to dodge your hit. He swings back around, does a clown step to the right, and misses. And the old man misses as he rushes in. Clever little dancing clown. This is what happens when you engage with a frowny clown. So the old man has missed. White mage, go.
1: All right, so let's go on for another attack
0: with my hammer.
1: Come
0: on. So, um, Oh, a nine. Uh, nine is a hit, but is that within your base range? It's not within my base range, so it's okay. not a so, Yep, it's a hit, but it's, and that's a guaranteed hit because right. it is still within your hit percent. Yes. Okay. So
1: that's two damage. No, 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 seven damage because I have the weapon.
0: Okay. So uh, and so you you rolled for. Oh no, I'm sorry, I didn't give you a rolling ability for. This. So it's just yeah. a solid seven damage. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's a good hit. His frown. Goes down. He's an even frownier clown. And Bonzo turns to the old man and tries to fry him with lightning this time. Oh! Uh. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Oh, that's the other way around. Oh, yes, okay.
1: Does, does lightning get past the super
0: evade? Uh, Sorry, I'm doing math. Yes. Um, Yeah, lightning gets past the super evade, because again, that's only for physical damage, evading physical damage. Um, Magic is like zoom. And so, the old man's smart enough, but uh, his magic defense isn't terribly high so that's a uh, pretty solid hit the old man goes oh gets zapped by lightning and keels over like
1: what kind of keel
0: over keels over like he falls to the ground but then he catches himself and then he sits back up on one knee okay so he's he's down uh but not dead
1: okay is there time to shout like anything to him uh or? yes or will that use you'd, up any?
0: No, you can you can shout. Talking is a, a free action, as it were. You can do as much talking as you'd like.
1: So I'd shout if, and to him if he's... Is he okay? How's he feeling?
0: Well, I could use one of those potions that you have. Okay. But uh, if you don't mind, I'll just uh, use it myself. And then he, he holds a potion. Uh for Final Fantasy purposes, all of your party items are shared. That's nice. So uh, what we assume is that you all have backpacks or pockets that are uh, linked through a dimensional portal. <laughs> so he can reach into his pocket and pull out your potion. Okay. Uh, so be careful not to leave your wallet in any of those pockets. So he uh, pulls out a potion. You are now down to one potion. And goop, 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 uh, drinks it. And he is back up some health. Wait, was that... did that use his... Whose turn did that use? That was his turn. But wasn't it my he turn? Just, he was the one drinking the potion. No, it was... Ba- Bonzo attacked him with lightning. Okay. And then it was the old man's turn. He took your potion. Doesn't matter oh, that okay. it's your potion. He just... It's its the party potion. Okay. He took a potion and uh, restored some hit points. Um, and then it is White Mage's turn. So... At this
1: point, I think it's time for another hit. Okay. So... Ooh, ooh. Um... 88. So no no secure hit he can evade
0: he can and he's gonna uh he's not gonna actually that you you may land a hit on him so seven seven damage very good um he's hurting Mm -hmm. looks like another blow like that you might take him out but the old man is going to try to punk your kill (laughs) dang old man (laughs) And, uh, oh, man, Bonzo is just on the ball today. He just does a, uh, a little sort of hip slide out of the way and dodges the old man's sword that comes swinging in quite gracefully. Back to the white mage.
1: Old man's not getting a good hit percentage here. <laughs> uh, all right, so roll to hit. Um, 60.
0: Nope. Nope, he's got a chance to dodge. He... Wow! Oh, no, I'm sorry. Those numbers are backwards. No. (laughs) You totally hit him. Okay. So seven. So seven damage. And you may describe Bonzo the Clown's tragic death.
1: His frown continues to go down (laughs) throughout his entire being until he's just a clown down on the ground. (laughs) And then he explodes in confetti.
0: (laughs) Bravo. Okay. Dead. kablam. (laughs) And you just feel spontaneously the needs to thro- the need to throw your arms up in the air Ooh. to celebrate. Uh, you have slain Bonzo the sinister clown and his skeletal creepy clown minions, and you and the old man uh, gain experience. So you all together. Uh, let's see, let's see,
1: let's see. Did I not gain experience from the dwarf one because we just knocked her almost unconscious?
0: Oh, you know what? We'll pretend that you gained XP, too. So you gained uh, a bajillion XP and <laughs> up many up, up times. Um, and as, as Bonzo explodes into confetti, you can hear a voice saying No! If I can't survive here neither will you! I'll take this whole realm with me! Oh. And you feel the world start to wobble everything starts to shift and melt, and you can see the old man saying, well, it was fun while it lasted. I'll see you some other time, perhaps. And the whole world melts away into darkness. And you suddenly wake up in your bed in Melmond Melmond, and uh, realize that it was all a dream, and that you're not actually wearing a cloth right now because you're sleeping, and that would be weird, and you don't have an iron hammer or a bajillion experience points. Was all only... my
1: bajillion experience boys.
0: <laughs> so hooray, you have successfully completed the random training mission. Cool. So you feel comfortable enough with that?
1: Yeah, that makes. That, I think I've got that. So I don't. So any of this stuff that happened here, I don't
0: keep. Correct. So I'll just delete all that. However, um, you will more than likely be buying some or all of that at the beginning of the quest
1: okay i'll keep it i'll keep it down the the i'm changing all the numbers back but i'm keeping all that stuff down sure in case of getting it later right just draw a little line that says that's not real stuff it's just (laughs) backup information okay all right good good